Welcome to Handful. Today is Tuesday, November 10th, and I'm your host, Alexa. This week, Grace and I are talking about the humanitarian implications of the new presidential administration. We'll be talking about two policy areas each day, now through Thursday. Here's our conversation. Okay, Grace, I'm really excited to talk about sort of the humanitarian implications of of our new administration. So tell me a little bit, I know you wrote about the Biden and Harris administration's stance on climate change and some of their policies. What what are we kind of looking at here for um, environmental policy from this new administration? Well, I think this is going to be kind of a common trend among all of the different policy areas that Biden and Harris have addressed. But there's kind of push from the left and push from the right because they ran a pretty centrist campaign. And in regard to climate change, I think that one of the most significant promises that Biden made in his platform is that we would start by rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement, which if you don't know, we just recently finally stepped out of after President Trump um, pulled out the US, which is the only country that's been pulled out of the Paris Climate Agreement. But Biden's um, climate plan kind of builds upon the framework of the Green New Deal, which is this, this idea that we can build something like the Roosevelt Green or the Roosevelt New Deal that um, allows us to reinvigorate the economy while also really addressing the fundamental issues related to climate change that are so damaging to the earth. Um, I think that one of the perhaps optimistic things about this is that we can expect a lot of push from progressive um, representatives and senators like AOC and Bernie Sanders that, that want Biden and Harris to address the climate crisis with a lot of urgency. Uh, where I think that we might encounter some issues is that some conservative politicians um, and, and conservatives in America more broadly feel like the Green New Deal and other types of climate policies are a little bit too radical um, and, and might be harmful to American jobs by taking away jobs from people who are involved in coal production or oil production. Um, that being said, I think that Biden kind of strikes this middle note where he wants to use this framework of the Green New Deal but offer more incremental policy proposals and, and that might be able to reach across the aisle because I think more and okay. more increasingly people are viewing climate change as being one of the biggest threats to the world. Um, and who knows, I, I hope to see that there's a lot of bipartisan support for these climate policies, but even if there isn't, Biden's kind of promise, promise that he's going to enact executive orders to, to allow him to unilaterally use that executive privilege to put America on track for a more clean energy dependent economy and eventually reach net zero emissions by 2050, which is an optimistic goal. And I think that we can take it even further. Mm -hmm. So you wrote a bit about the COVID-19 pandemic, which is something that's been on all of our minds. Uh, what do you think that Biden and Harris will be doing first in office to address this? Yeah, yeah, this is definitely their number one priority coming into office and heading into this, you know, transition period. They campaigned on this seven point plan, which includes a lot of different things, you know, greater reliance on public health officials. On Monday, Biden announced this COVID-19 task force, which has physicians and public health experts, as one would expect. Um, a few people that, you know, he's been working with over the past few months who have been in prior presidential administrations and so have some experience 
and I was excited to see that one of the co-chairs of his task force is a an expert in health equity, which I think will be really important moving forward um, and better understanding how and why this virus disproportionately harms people of color. And especially as we, um, you know, move into this um, stage where we can start distributing a vaccine that we've heard a lot about this week. Um, and so I'm optimistic about that. And, you know, just in in contrast to how the nation and how our leadership has been, has dealt with the coronavirus so far. And yeah, other parts of this plan are a greater, you know, national testing apparatus, more drive-through testing, greater manufacturing in the U.S. of PPE, and then restoring the U.S. relationship with the World Health Organization. So, you know, similarly, actually, to rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement, this greater, you know, interrupt international cooperation um, could lead to, you know, greater domestic success um, in this policy area as well. And so I think just overall, it's really a more active approach to the COVID-19 pandemic in the U.S., which makes me hopeful. I think, you know, the inauguration is still 70 some days away. And so the U.S. has a long way to go until then. And I mean, already you see President Biden encouraging us all to wear masks, which I think when um, when he is inaugurated, we'll be, we'll be 10 months in. And so I think, you know, he'll be coming in at, the, at, um, at a difficult point to really affect change in our response to the pandemic and, and to really, you know, change the, the culture. And, and some of those things around the pandemic could be difficult, but it seems like, like this plan could really, could really affect some change um, in our response. That's the end of today's Handful. Handful is a production of Novel Hand, where activism meets impact. Check back tomorrow morning for your next Handful.